The following content will be recorded from the hood where white folks don't dare riot. Ha! Start the show. Shit here. Yeah, try an insurrection at Sunnyside Multi Service Center. See <laughs> Fuck that shit. I need. I need. To, I feel safe from white people in a place where the corner store is never fully stocked, <laughs> unless it's Arizona tea. Hey, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week and foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And are we in 2021 yet? <laughs> Just curious. This is deluxe edition. It, 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 I, I don't. It, it doesn't look like anything has changed. This, this is the deluxe with the with the deep cuts. You know, this is like this is like <laughs> this is a this is a Chris Brown edition. Yeah, it's I did. Got, I did, got I 41 did, tracks on it. I didn't ask for the director's cut of, of 2020. <laughs> it, it's that meme of Spider Man pointing at Spider Man right now. <laughs> Yeah, we need we we need to see the Snyder cut. <laughs> oh man, it is episode one twenty one twenty two. Damn, we're starting to get into those weird looking numbers. Now. Yeah, <laughs> numbers where you got to think about where you are. The numbers be weird where you where my it's always the weird numbers where my dad will just look at me. Damn, I should have played. I should have played them numbers. <laughs> Every time he, he'll just see some, he'll just see some random shit happening on the news and just go, "Damn, I knew them was my numbers. Should have played them." <laughs> Damn. Yeah, my, my parents, you know, my father. Well, yeah, my father still plays the, the lotto, and he's just, he's the same way. Everything that he sees is a sign that he should have played those numbers. So like, dude, you're not gonna win regardless. Boy, I tell you, just stop. I, hopefully, we are phasing out of the era of black superstition never. i want that to go away never 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 no, it's not gonna happen never it, it just it just redisguises itself as new age mysticism <laughs> oh <laughs> yes oh all this man i i can't tell you how fucking tired i am of words like uh mercury retrograde of retrograde yoni <laughs> just call it a pussy y'all uh, <clears throat> we're grown we're adults just say pussy you can say vagina you can say vagina vagina is completely acceptable i just like the word pussy but vagina is 100 percent acceptable i i'm just i'm sick of all these fucking words that 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 mean things that are ultimately meaningless shadow work shut the fuck up what is that I have no fucking idea. Okay. All I know is that people are saying shadow work. I have to do shadow work now. What huh? the fuck is that? What the fuck does that even mean? Is that like covert ops or something? I don't know, man. The fucking manifesting. I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. Yeah, mean, manifesting. That means you sat there and waited for shit to happen. That means you're daydreaming. That's what that means. Daydreaming. <laughs> That's what it is. Sorry, y'all. You're daydreaming. So no superstition is going nowhere. Yeah, I guess not. As long as as long as anyone rubs two crystals together, <laughs> he is in their presence. So. Putting 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 crystals in their pussy, I, th- that's a thing too. That's not hygienic. It's not. It's not. It's, it, I I know no OBGYNs that sign off on that. 
zero. Hmm. Now, granted, there's also to consider that I don't know any OBGYNs. But that is neither here nor there. <laughs> My point still stands. Y'all using a lot of words and nobody knows what the fuck the shit means. And on that note, I think that's a, I think this is a great time to take this shockingly large shot. Bad decisions begin with shots. Let's go. And I don't know what this is. I don't even know. I, don't know. I, I got the re-up this week. God damn. This is uh Hmm. <laughs> oh my god. If you're not into AMSR or whatever it's called, look away. This is a whole This is a whole thing of like mm. a hospital jello that they give you. Like it's that that's the sample size we're talking about here. Yeah. It's meant to be a dessert, not a shot. Oh man. But we're taking it like a shot mm. because we niggas and this is a penis wild black. And we would have it no other way. Mm. I'm going to regret that. Uh, I'm going to regret that. So I mean, much. at least you did something you're going to regret at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> That's the important part. Now I have two hours of regret in front of me. If you're going to make a bad decision, make it at the beginning. Get it out of the way. That's what I say. I will um, not say that that's good advice, but it sounds good. Uh, how was your week, D. Randall? Oh, fuck this week. <laughs> Actually, no. No, I take that back. This week had nothing to do with me. I was chilling. I had the opportunity to mind my black-owned business. There you go. And and watch shit burn around me. There you go. I was, hey, I was good. I was about to, I was about the same. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're going to get into all the details of that later on but um yeah uh, a lot of shit happened that i was happy it was like being back at work or you know in my case having a job again <laughs> uh my being able to look at a thing happen and go that's not my problem it's not my job not my job at all and keep going about my day um <clears throat> i guess a good time i guess this would be a good time to open up shout outs oh first I gotta start doing this. Uh, shout out to all my uh, shout out to all the Spotify listeners. Shout out to all the SoundCloud listeners. Um, shout out to new listeners. If this is your first time listening to Opinions While Black, I apologize for nothing. Yes, <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. <laughs> you did this. Um, and whoever referred you to us, blame it on them. Blame them. They're they're either not your friend or they're your best friend. But be sure to share it with other people. But definitely don't keep us a secret, please. Um, shout out to my new listeners. Shout out to my longtime listeners. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, I'm not sure why you're still here, but I'm damn grateful that you are. Sometimes you just want to see how it ends. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just need completion. Uh, that's definitely why I kept that's watching Lost. <clears throat> yeah. Um. What was I watching that got real lost like recently? Oh, now nah, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into all that. But yeah, fucking Attack on Titan. Do you watch Attack on Titan? I do, but I haven't watched season the the season four premiere yet. Okay, I will just say the fight because this is the final season. I I watched the first episode in English, 
in the English dub, hoping that would make more sense. I, I don't know what the I don't under it. I had to question what I watched last season. Mm-hmm. And it was like, did I miss an episode? No, I didn't miss an episode. They just did us like this, and I think Lost pulled some shit like this mm. once, where they just introduced a bunch of new characters. Well, I'll, I'll they get, didn't have shit to do with shit. I'll get Jess the curly nerd to explain. Okay, okay. Um, could you could you get her to pass the explanation on to me? Will do. I will uh, do. I would greatly appreciate it. Shout out to Jess from the curly nerd. Uh, shout out to people that have shouted us out. Shout out to Sedina. Mm. Long time listener. Got her own podcast going. Hey. Um uh we just did a little something for that. Um also shout out to my man Phil from uh Pretty Petty and Paid Podcast. They shouted us out. Um Phil is a de- he is a dedicated he's just a fan of my content for whatever reason. Uh, his co-host got bad. They were like, "You've mentioned this podcast like two or three times now." I I think they owe us a I think they owe us each like a dollar for every time they we say their name. I'm glad to give you that. Okay, I'm glad to give you that because I like him, and all the women on his podcast all sound cute and they all sound like they have big titties. So I am more than happy to do that. How does someone sound like they have big titties? <laughs> you know, I guess it's like big dick energy. Yes, it's yeah. Big t- it's big titty it's energy. Big titty energy. Okay. We don't talk enough about big titty energy. Some of y'all got big titty energy, and I love it. Uh, all titties matter. I, I wish that could be the title. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook would not let us get away with that shit. Um, so yeah, shout out to y'all for shouting us out. I like to keep a sense of community. So you know, y'all get a y'all get a cash app or something going. I'll donate to the cause. It's all good. Um, despite my being unemployed, um, let's see, did I shout out everybody that shouted us out? Yeah, yeah, I got all the shouts going. Uh, start off, uh, sending flowers. We always try to start with love. Mm-hmm. Flowers go, again, to Miss Stacey Abrams. It is because of the diligence. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I needed a few extra air horns for that one. No, she deserves that energy. She deserves that energy. Because it is because of her diligent efforts. Exclusively because of her diligent efforts. That Georgia is a blue state. And that, and that the Democrats have taken back the Senate. As, as memory serves, the Democrats have not had the Senate at least since Obama got inaugurated. It's been a while. Like, Obama got inaugurated, then we fucked off midterms and let the Tea Party in the door. First black senator in Georgia. First black senator in Georgia. Reverend Warnock. Not long ago, they would have, they they were hanging niggas huh. in Georgia. Still are. Well, still are, yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. But they have, but they have a senator now. They have a black senator now, so good for them. Um, that means the Democrats hold the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the house and the house and the White House and the White House shout out to my man out in Brooklyn David Braff from uh, Lit BKNY um, he prophesies it and his pro- I think his prophecy is coming to pass mm. 
Y'all don't want to give us $2,000 stimulus checks? Fuck it. Fuck, fuck, yourself, fuck yourselves over in, in Georgia, and we will just take the $2,000 over your dead careers. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll just, we'll, just, we'll just take it the hard way since y'all want to act funny. Stacey Abrams' diligent efforts. I mean, this woman, this woman lost an election, mm-hmm. and instead of and instead of getting down on herself, or instead of using that to you know create some platform where she has some some fucking meaningless YouTube show or some shit, <laughs> she rallied. She rallied her people. Uh, she used her you know her X factor, her celebrity status from running that race. To get people registered to vote in states that would have dis in, that in in uh, counties, excuse me, that would have disenfranchised her, and people that look like her, and got them together and all but dragged them to the voting booth. Mm-hmm. And now Georgia is a blue state. She told y'all what she was going to do. She told y'all exactly what the fuck she, was going to She happen. told y'all what she was going to do a year ago, over a year ago. She pulled a Byron Allen. Yeah, she told y'all. And and she did it. Byron Allen keeps telling y'all what the fuck he gonna do, and he keeps fucking doing it. And Stacey Abrams has done the same. So God bless her. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Hit her with the air horns one more time. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. And so this is this is one of those things where I know there were a lot of people who were disappointed when she didn't get um, chosen over Kamala for that for that right. vice presidential nod. Right. And I'm glad she didn't. Same. Because this is what you get from it. It's arguable that there are people that get more done mm-hmm. uh, from the ground level. Yep. I think, and, and uh, not everybody wants to hear this, and some of y'all going to be mad about it. I think Bernie gets more done being an outlier. Yeah. I think Bernie gets more done, and he sets more fires, and he gets people going from the outside. And I'm okay with that. You know, everybody everybody that's effective, it's not always about taking them higher. Right. Sometimes that makes you less effective. It's like that episode of Justice League where Lex Luthor was like, I don't really want to be president. Do you know how much power I would have to give up to be president? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, not comparing Stacey Abrams to Lex Luthor, mind you. Right. Um, but uh, I do think she would give him the hands. Um, this is a good time to remind y'all that the black woman is God. Black woman is God. Also, um, in, in case you forgot. I black just... woman been handling her fucking business this week. Have you watched the Busset Challenge? I have not watched the Busset Challenge. The Busset Challenge is amazing. What is I it? love all these little TikTok challenges. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, a, it's another one of these TikTok challenges where women get to show you how they look around the house. And then they snap their fingers and they're all made up. And you get to see that black women are gorgeous in and out of their club attire. Um, everybody been doing it as the song is Bust It from Erica Banks. She's from Texas. Okay. Um, and she sampled uh, the Nelly joint, Hot in Here. Okay. I'm okay. I, I look at the Bussin' Challenge. Um, and they all get down and do the little crybaby. Okay, I see somebody in a robe. She's not really all that, but it's hot in here. Okay. You're looting. Oh, okay. 
See? See? Okay. Yeah. So there this, you go. this is the busted challenge. That's the busted challenge. Um so yeah, black women been handling their business. Um, between that and the Jasmine Sullivan EP. Um Conducting additional research. <laughs> um another person I want to send flowers to. Okay. Uh I don't you I fully oh, let me let me turn away from the busted challenge now. <laughs> this is interesting. Um and don't judge me for having TikTok. I, and, and I got TikTok. It. I, don't, I, I, don't I just watch. I don't I've never done a TikTok. Um I don't think my brand uh lends itself to TikTok. <laughs> um you just see me sitting around drinking. <laughs> um on also, repeat. Also want to give a very special also want to give very special flowers um to a very important person in in my book and in my personal life and in and in Houston. Um Mr. Mr. Charleston Charleston Wilson of Exotic Pop. Hey, hey. Uh, if you are a Houstonian and you have been to the Turkey Leg Hut or any of these little hot-to-do spots around town. A lot of y'all niggas have. Yeah, a lot of y'all niggas have <laughs> in a fucking pandemic. Uh, you are well aware of Exotic Pop. Um, for those of you who do not live in Texas, um, Charleston Wilson. I don't, it's so weird just saying his full name. I just know Gerard. <laughs> I've, I've known this nigga all my life. Oh. Um, Charleston Wilson, uh, who has been an entrepreneur for pretty much all his life, uh, started Exotic Pop. It started out as a, as a brand that based itself off of getting, off of making different kind of sodas and drinks, um, flavors of those drinks available, um, in Houston and in Texas that would not be, that are sometimes not, have not been available in America mm-hmm. and sometimes have not been available within the state. Um, every now and then you can go out of state and see that there's a flavor of like, you know, Fanta or whatever hmm. that's not available somewhere else. And he started out as that. And then he expanded the brand within the past few years to where he was making, um, uh, his own so where he was making his own brand flavored drinks each where each uh one would be based on a rapper interesting like i think bun b has one Mm. diddy has one Mm. flip has one um of course he's going to be very dedicated to to you know houston Mm -hmm. and texas um and uh there's a few people i think soldier boy has one you Uh, you know, and so this became a big brand, and and now it's broken out into apparel, mm. which is which is always a good a good market to corner, and it's hard to go somewhere in Houston now and not see exotic pop or not see an exotic pop machine in, um, in a convenience store in a well known neighborhood, mm-hmm. and in addition to this. Charleston has used his, um, his 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 bond with the city and his his connection with various with with various people in the city to do good things in the community. Hmm. You know, he's not, it's not just about accruing money and being seen turning up, whatever, what have you. Right. He's seen when you see him, he's out there doing doing good 
in the community. Um, read. I think he has. I think he, I saw somewhere where he was reading to kids. He he, uh, he was reading to young kids at a school. Hmm. Um, I remember when. Let's see. Was it Ike? Maybe it was Ike. I don't know if it was Ike or Harvey. We had so many fucking storms now. I don't know. <laughs> I he has quite a few cars, and he had yeah. his H three, and he just went out and was like, "Look, if you're stuck somewhere, just call me." That's if dope. anybody, if you're stuck somewhere, just call me. I will come get you. Because he definitely did, I, I know personally, he definitely did work um, in New Orleans and Louisiana for FEMA and the Red Cross. So he had that training. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you were in a bind, uh, he had the resources, he would come get you. That is admirable. And so now, on his birthday, earlier this week, Sylvester Turner declared that exotic pop day. A word? Whole thing, Roundside City Hall gave him the certificate and everything in front of his family and loved ones and his team. I am so proud of this nigga. And yes, this is me using my platform to big up somebody that I know personally. Hey, hey. I've known this nigga literally all of my life. Wow. This nigga taught me how to ride a bike. (laughs) I shit you not. If you ask this nigga, he, he and his, at the time, stepbrother, Taught me how to fucking ride a bike. And when I say taught me how to ride a bike, I mean they kept putting me on the bike and they would just keep shoving me. <laughs> shoving me into momentum. Yeah. Until I got the balls to just pedal on my own. Either that or I just crashed into that dumpster. That's how you gotta do it. Um I'm I, I'm just so proud. And I I can't even tell people to lie anymore that I taught this nigga everything I know. Because he's way more successful than I am. So that just makes me look stupid. Um, I am so proud of this nigga. I am so proud of any... I mean, I'm so proud of anybody that is out here doing the work. That is out here enhancing their community. But I am so proud of this young man. Um, and Call him young man. And y'all and a young, and just, he's just... He's got so much, and he's got so much further to go. Like, this is not the end for him. Like, I, you always see the gears turning with this man. That it's not the end. He's not, he hasn't even, I, as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't even plateaued yet. Let's go. And I see him having so much further to go. Um, he's got a wonderful, he's got a wonderful team behind him. He's got a wonderful family in his corner. Um, he has a, he has a, a, a bright, beautiful daughter who, I I could totally see following in his footsteps, and that he's left something for her. He it he has what um, Cuba Gooden Jr.'s character and Jerry Maguire will refer to as the Quan. <laughs> and God bless him and hit him with the air horns. Um, God bless you. Um, congratulations. I love I love you for life, little brother. Um, just keep aiming higher, man. Uh, my whole family that I told they know about it. They're all proud of you. Um, wow, we we're grown ups now. We've come so far. Uh, so with all the mushy shit out of the way, <laughs> humans ain't shit. Why is that? Um, so one thing that has been very popular lately that I've seen a lot on the timelines. I'm not gonna make this too long because I spent so long gushing over people and shit. Um. Uh, is uh, investing is people 
um, you know, it's it, we're 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 looking at an economic crisis here, and so people have you know people are kind of have been put out, and the new normal has kind of um, inconvenienced a lot of people financially uh, and in their careers. So people are looking for ways to stimulate their own income uh, because the government hasn't been um, wanting to do it. And one of those ways is getting into investing. I, too, have gotten into investing. Um, It's not working out very well for me, but that's another story. Um, So, um, and and it's always the LLC people. I feel like I'm always railing on the LLC people going into 2021. But there's a lot of um, people that are convincing you to a point where it feels like they're selling you a get-rich-quick scheme, which is not what investing is, which is not what the stock market is about for regular people. Right. And there are, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing or else I wouldn't be doing it, but the rea- but there are realities that we have to face. Um, un- what the LLC people are not telling you, this is not something that's going to raise you out of poverty. Not immediately. Um, almost probably not in the long term. It's another stream of revenue to have available to stimulate other streams of revenue. Um, and like, let's say, like, okay, let's take, let's take the last stimulus. Let's take the the let's take the first stimulus, uh, twelve hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Say you put twelve hundred in the stocks. Uh, let's let that sit for. Two or three months? Two months, maybe? Yeah, two months, you won't really see a lot happen. Okay, um, okay. I mean, in a in a very... And that's the first problem. Yeah, in a, in a very... And that's the thing. Investing is a long-term strategy. Unless right. unless it's your full-time job to buy and sell stocks and flip them at every, you know, at every single movement, um, which can also get expensive over, after a while. You're not going to see the quad. Right. The way that most people invest it's it's a long-term strategy and in a in a very good year in an exceptional year for example um you know like like this year i i invested in some stuff at the beginning of the year and overall my portfolio is up 18 percent over the course of a year hey. which is but you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna jump up and down about it hit him with okay hit me with my own air horn all right but you know it's that's that's and that's not even a brag. That's just you know I I have fifteen years of of experience in giving people investment advice. Right. So you know I know I I know that I'm privileged to have a certain insight sure. to invest in that a lot of people don't have, and I have a certain discipline that a lot of people don't have. It and it it really boils down to as Americans, unlike a lot of other countries, we're not taught financial literacy. Right. So we're not actually taught you know because we live in a capitalist society. And capitalism, capitalism is is partially dependent on people. Um, you you can't have rich and poor. Um, w- without you can't have rich without poor. Correct. You cannot have rich. Shout without to Karl poor. Marx. Yeah. Okay. Shout yeah. to Karl Marx. <laughs> yeah. um, if everybody made the exact same thing, you would not have rich, and you would not have poor. Correct. And a big part of that is depriving people of financial literacy. So what what LLC Twitter gets wrong is that people are not not rich because they're dumb. They're not 
not rich because they've done something wrong. Even most of the people that got big off of Bitcoin <clears throat> got lucky. Correct. There's a certain degree of luck that comes with it. And, you know, I, I again, I as I said last week, I have people who have been, you know, proponents of Bitcoin since it dropped and they, they rode it through the lows and now they're they're enjoying their successes and highs. And that's and that's good. I'm actually proud Terrific. for them. Um but let's let's break them down with a little example. Let's say you put twelve hundred mm-hmm. on the on stocks, right? And let's let that grow. And I'm just I'm this isn't a realistic sample size, but let's just say, um, let's let that grow for three to four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is and this is in the case that you pick stocks that are doing very 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 well. Mm-hmm. Let's say and now what would you say you did eighteen percent? Eighteen percent over the course of a year. Um, so. 18 to 20 percent let's just go in that little field Mm -hmm. that's gonna bring let's see and that's gonna bring you up if you're if you're playing your cards right if you're doing it if you're if you if you're lucking out that's gonna bring you up anywhere from probably 250 i'm embellishing to probably 300 not even that much barely that if if you did 20 percent you 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 top out at about 240 250 right and you know that's not life changing money at all going and that's from, a long time to wait on not life-changing money right going from 1200 to 1450 in a matter of a couple of months you're not you know you're not going to necessarily retire on that it's i could have bought a lot of groceries <laughs> off of that and made that work for a few months yeah um you could go you could have a job honestly um you could have a job work that job put money aside from each, from each check and still make more money, yeah. Than you would having put that twelve hundred in the stock market, and that's a long time to wait on not a lot of return. And I could do a lot with twelve hundred dollars in three or four months. So that's asking a lot of people, and you have to be careful when you ask, when you tell people, when you try to tell people where to put their money. Mm-hmm. There's a degree of privilege. With, that comes with you being able to put your money somewhere. Correct. If you're making money off of Bitcoin, it's because you were privileged enough to have that capital to 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 possibly lose on Bitcoin. Correct. Because people weren't sure about Bitcoin for a while, and there was a time when Bitcoin, when Bitcoin was not bankable, people were people were very question were very much questioning Bitcoin. There was a one of these little Bitcoin companies or whatever where the money just disappeared where all the where the money just where it got hacked and the money vanished and all that was left on the site i forgot what site this was all that was left on the site was like the word penis (laughs) that's a true story (sighs) and so you know these were people that took a leap of faith as a matter of fact any of these cryptos there's a story remember kanye had his own Crypto, or somebody made crypto in Kanye's likeness called Kanye Coin. I vaguely remember that. Man, this is some bullshit somebody came up with that nobody gave a fuck about. This is when people were talking about making Kanye their religion and shit. Some years later, Mm. not even some years later, like two years later, this motherfucker's a billionaire who invented Kanye Coin and invested in it, and now he's a billionaire. That seems unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Um, and so it's really just, 
you can't go into it with the idea, and people always talk this shit about, yo, you just don't have a rich man's mindset. You're not reading enough of the Forty Eight Laws of Power, and you're not, you're not, you're not thinking like you're, you're not, you're not starting your day at three o'clock in the morning like Diddy and Mark Wahlberg do. Um, there's a degree of luck in any of these things, and nobody talks about it. Yep. The amount of luck and amount of just being there at the right time. There is some there is some SoundCloud rapper that is filthy rich off of crypto completely by accident. So just don't let people pressure you into some shit that you don't feel prepared for. Pay your bills. Buy groceries. Huh. And guess what? Most of these companies, Robinhood and all these people, they do fractional stocks. So you can take $5 if you want. You don't have to buy the whole stock. You can take you can take $5 and buy a part of a stock. And you can do that. And you can just you can and you can do that periodically on whatever period you find comfortable, just a little bit of money. And diversify that portfolio. And if you do it right, if you do it well and you get lucky and these stocks do well, you can take that you can you can buy those stuff you can sell those stocks or those pieces of stock back and flip that money into another into a bigger stock. Don't let people don't let people press you into spending money that you don't have. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um so there's that. Having said that, I am terrible at investing. <laughs> Apparently, this this is not going. The numbers are not doing what I was told they would do. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there and just talk to my team. But that's that. Um, song of the week. We spent a little too much time on that. Song of the week. Um, I've been doing. I've been doing too many industry people. Like, like I gotta slow it down. Get some lesser known. Get some more lesser known joints in here. I am going to assume this artist's name is Amber, but spelled in a fancy way. Um, if if anybody has any insight on how I'm butchering these people's names, you can always hit me up in the inbox. The artist's name is Amber. The title of the song is FUBU. Uh, grab yourself something. Pour yourself a drink. It's nice and wintry in he- here in Texas. Wintry and rainy. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have a good show. We're going to get through this together, you guys. And we will be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. When we talk love on the moonlight, I want you in my room, that's a moonlight. I just know the feeling brand new. I don't wanna mess with what we used to
And that was FUBU by Amber. Nice little slow jam. Nice little joint. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, you yeah. know, I like the little lesser known slow jams. Yeah. And it always ends up some shit that's gonna end up on like <clears throat> it's gonna end up on like the insecure soundtrack. It's gonna be an insecure next season. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, somebody. I remember when somebody talked, tried to talk bad about that, uh, uh about the last internet album mm-hmm. after Ego Death. It was like, oh, they must have got lucky on Ego Death because this one ain't hitting. Y'all, you bugging. <laughs> and half the songs ended up on somebody's soundtrack somewhere you know a year later. This one is going to be on the uh, the Lawrence Goes Back to Best Buy episode. <laughs> <laughs> either either that, the hot soundtracks, either that or Queen Sugar. Yeah. Queen Sugar got it. And uh, Randall has not watched Queen Sugar yet. I have not watched it yet. I I implore you. It's 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 all. I think they're. I think they started filming again. Okay. Um. So the new season will be coming. I think it'll be coming soon. I know one. I follow one of the writers, and he was very excited about them filming again and doing writer meetings. So I think it's coming soon. But you have plenty of time. I would go ahead and jump on it. How many seasons so far? Like three. I, uh, three or four. Okay. Um, they're not long seasons. Eight to twelve episodes, maybe. Um, but yeah, you'll once you get in the rhythm, it's it's easy to get through a good a good season in a couple of days. Um, so, oh man, we gotta start off sad. Um, rest in peace to Eric Jerome Dickey. Hey, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Eric Jerome Dickey is a is a well known uh, black author who. Uh, wrote such who wrote who wrote stuff like I can't name I can't I, man it's been so long I can't name them all but Chasing Destiny was one. Um, he's definitely written more than one thing that has gotten optioned for uh, probably a BET show. I know Chasing Destiny was one. Um, he definitely worked uh, worked on a Black Panther comic at one point. Um, when when. T'Challa and Storm from the X-Men got married. That was him. Uh, he did a whole little uh, comic about when they when they met and how they fell in love and all that shit. Uh, I had my reservations about it at the time, but I still consider it important. From my, I guess, from my as a as a old millennial, I like a lot of my generation. That was their introduction into into black authors like like his stuff was it wasn't was mainstream enough that that was their entry into black authors mm-hmm. um i remember everybody named mama had chasing destiny um i can't think of, oh i know there was there was another He's got a few, uh, friends and lovers milk and my coffee friends and lovers damn thieves oh. paradise uh yeah yeah, he had yeah he had some hot ones. Yeah, he was he was one of the few men that was invited into like women's book clubs. Women's yeah right exactly so to speak. I think he I think uh I think Oprah I think he was at Oprah's book club at one point. I'm pretty sure. Um, I met him actually uh at Borders. Oh, back when I worked at Borders, um, I had a coworker who was head over heels in love with him <laughs> because he because at first glance he hit. He kind of hit all the all the notions of 
somebody you would see on the cover of like one of these black romance novels. Mm -hmm. He was kind of muscular. He had the long locks. Um, he wore the tight shirts. Um, I don't, well, I'm not going to tell that part of the story, but she was <laughs> in love with him. And I can definitely tell you that Tasha was not his type. I will just put it that way. <laughs> and, uh, she would not stop fawning over him okay. while he's trying to, while he's trying to have a signing and I had to keep her away. Um, I, I feel like I saved his life because she's very annoying. Um, yeah, I said it. <laughs> I, I, she hated me the whole time anyway. So, um, But yeah, rest in power, Eric Jerome Dickey. Your legacy will not be forgotten. Um, if, you, if you have a chance to pick up something written by Eric Jerome Dickey, again, Chasing Destiny was the one that always sticks out in my mind. Um, damn, milking my coffee. That, that's going in the vault. Mm. Um <clears throat> definitely take the time uh, to look for that. Uh, what else is going on? Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. I hope, I hope you got shatterproof windows. First, first new project in six years. Wow, it's been that long. Six years. Uh, the title of it is Hotels. Oh, so no, no mystery about what this project is about. None. None whatsoever. It is definitely true to the title. Um, it is an EP. She does not want you calling it a album. Uh, it, it, now, granted, it's like I think it's like ten or twelve tracks, but there's like there's only a few songs because there's skits in the middle. Mm, okay, and but it's all on point. All the skits. Oh shit! Oh, okay. My 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 Instacart order couldn't find something I was recording. It's fine. Um, I'll just get that money back in school. <laughs> so, um, basically, it's it, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's her kind of embracing uh, being sex positive. It's a little toxic at times, but I keep telling y'all on this podcast, I love that shit. I love that the women are getting to be just. Uh, f uh, fancy free and hoes. completely toxic and hoes. I love it. I love it. And Jasmine Sullivan, the Fearless album on its own, paved the way for oh, yeah. Summer Walker, for Kaylani, SZA, Ari, all of that shit. She came out saying, busting out your windows. <laughs> and that that inspired a generation of Gave uh, rise to a whole generation. Of, of soon-to-be-hurt women. Who decided and, enough was enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I, hurt chick music would not be what it is, generationally speaking, <laughs> if it wasn't for Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. So I'm so glad that she's back, and this is the next evolution of that. Um, she definitely had a, she had a line that said, money makes my pussy wet. Okay. Um, so... I, I, I y'all know I have feelings about that kind of shit, but I, it sounded good when she sang it. Um, I think the the highlight of this album is her, uh, her joint with Ari Lennox. Mm. Uh, I want to sit on it. <laughs> Again, no mystery. 
nothing left to the imagination. There are no questions about the intentions of that song. I love this shit. I do. I this is this is exactly the kind of toxic shit I look for with these young ladies. And Jasmine Sullivan has leaned headfirst into it. Uh, she said, "I she said I pay rent if he nasty." I'm with it. I'd gladly be nasty. I'd, I say, uh, I'd be nasty for Jasmine Sullivan for Oz free. I just discovered another stream of income now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, God damn it. I'm just saying. Oh shit. Um, but she said, but she's also saying a lot of shit that a lot of women are saying right now that they that they can um, relate to. Um, about money. And I actually learned something about kind of the mentality of women and dating and how it relates to money. And I learned something about myself, why I have a hard time relating to that. There was a part in one of the skits where the young lady was like, part of it is because of my childhood. I grew up not having shit. And so I'm in a position to have shit now. And I want it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard, and I guess that's the disconnect. And a lot of what I don't understand about dating and money made sense right then, because my childhood had the opposite effect on me. I didn't have a whole lot of shit, but I also still had a a a a childhood that I can look back fondly on. I had a loving, supportive family. I had friends. I had a lot of shit that I was, I was taught to value over that. And I saw money break a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we're all just kind of products of our experience. And I, I, I think that the women in our community, considering that, deserve, deserve a little slack in that regard. Because women are making more money now. Yeah. And they get to enjoy it. And that's cool. You want to take a trip? Take a trip. I'll be at work. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I mean, it's, it, I that's how it is at my household. That that was that was how my life was, and you know, my I worked that job at the store at the bookstore. A lot of my friends were taking trips, and they got to just take a day trip and drive out to New Orleans or whatever. I was working, and I was fine with that. Um, it allowed me to do what I want to do now. Yeah. Um. But all in all, I think that was I think I think it's an incredible project. And if this is just the EP, and supposedly she has something, she's been working on some shit album wise. That I think maybe I think maybe she said somewhere she wants to put this out under different conditions socially, like post pandemic, like when this when outside is open a little bit. Mm, okay, um, which makes sense too because. I think Megan's album would have done a little better if Outside were open. Uh, if outside That's an outside open. album. Yeah, Outside were open, it would be uncontrollable. If if all goes to Dr. Fauci's plan, Dr. Fauci was like, we can get we can get this shit, we can get a lot of y'all vaccinated by June. If that's the case, it's going to be the purge. Guaranteed, my prediction will come to pass. Um, and so having said all that, if this is what she got for an EP, I, the album, the album going to be fire. 
for me, this is Jasmine Sullivan's first time <clears throat> making an artistic whole project mm-hmm. that is cohesive from song to song, skit to skit, from beginning to end. Yeah. I mean, there's always been certain themes in each album, but I think this time, this is a whole project that's meant to be digested as a whole. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to... Oh, she dropped her tiny desk. Uh, I always look forward to the tiny oh, desk concert. She dropped a tiny desk concert. Uh, I think she, she did one of her songs with her was there. Oh, shit. I'll always I'll, I'll always go up for her. They about to phone that whole. <laughs> they about the whole. Oh, come on, man! Don't Do it. Me. What is it? A hurt bitch league. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> those two, Ari Lennox, Janae. Yeah. In fairness, it's not just because I'm in love with her, but I think Ari Lennox is like the least toxic and problematic of them. Like. I, Ari, Ari she, Lennox is one of the people. She can be very that, powerful, though. Do what? She can be very powerful, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't I'm make just, her angry. I'm just saying, like, her, like next to Summer. Yeah. Like, Summer, Summer, Summer don't know better, and she doesn't care. Oh yeah, throw Summer Walker in the league, SZA. <laughs> like Summer's one. Like Summer is that person. Summer's the Batman of the uh, of the of the Hurt Bitch Justice League. Like Summer is that one that think that has the nerve to think that she's better than the dudes she's fucking with, and the dudes that she fucks with just let her think that because they're getting what they want. London on the track. London. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to Jasmine joining the league, even if it's just honorary. The hurt bitch, Justice. <laughs> Oh my God! We are trying to. I'm trying to tell you, we, I'm trying to get us canceled. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty easy to get canceled these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can't cancel. Y'all can't cancel us. We have the password. Exactly. Um, uh, Ava Duvernay. Uh, Ava, who is kind of always doing the work, and this is a this is a great moment. This is a really good story. I found this on uh, the Root. I guess. Um, According to the LA Times, Ava DuVernay has partnered with Warner Brothers Television executive Peter Roth to launch Array Crew, a division of Array Alliance, which will serve as a database to highlight below-the-line talent, which is the the industry term for crew members that aren't actors, writers, or producers, Mm -hmm. um, who are all considered to be above-the-line talent. Correct. that executives and hiring managers can use. Uh, it's the next step towards more inclusive crews and its mission to bridge the gap for women and people of color in the entertainment industry. Uh, according to, more according to LA Times, um, already in a soft launch stage, the searchable database so far features uh, 2,500 profiles, which can be sorted by crew position, experience, location, and more. Uh, think IMDb meets LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. The database is free to qualifying talent who must have at least one verified credit. While the purpose of the database is to make it easier to find qualified women and people of color for crew positions, it's open to everyone. 
it's focused on U.S.-based talent, but there are plans to expand it into include the U.K. and Canada next year. Right. This is incredible. I think this is a, I mean, it's kind of understated, and it's been understated because there's been a lot going on mm-hmm. towards the end of the end of 2020. But this is a huge thing. Um, I think that every that every industry like this should be looking should be looking to have something like this. Agreed. Um, you know, a lot of this stems from, and I'm not going to give this full credit for it, but in most most recent years, um, you know, a lot of this energy extends from like Oscars so white, right? And, and a lot of people. A lot of people look at that as, you know, on-screen representation, not fully realizing that that on-screen representation is only a microcosm of what happens behind the scenes or, as you say, uh, below the line. Uh, the talent behind the camera is is just as important in regards to representation as the people that you see on screen or the people writing the ideas. Right. Um you know, a very good example of how representation matters is we talk about it all the time is the Black Panther movie that was 95 percent African or or African-American. Right. And you can see how having that sensibility made for a film that 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 genuinely it had crossover appeal, but it genuinely felt black at the same time. Agreed. Um, without being as some people might term overbearingly right. <laughs> black. Um, it, it shows that we can be black without, you know, without CB4 in the game and just being like, I'm black y'all and I'm blackity black y'all. Right. And, and most importantly that that can be successful and, and you don't, you don't break records the way they did. You don't outsell Titanic just from people buying it out of sympathy. Uh, you had to have enough people that watched and enjoyed that movie and there were below the line people that won out of that. Who, who was the costume designer? Eva, Eva, Eva Carter, Ruth E. Carter, Ruth, Ruth Carter, yes, Ruth Carter, um, um, uh, who did the costume design? Yeah. Won, won a uh, won an Academy Award Oscar? Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, won an Oscar off that. Yeah. Um. So well, I, I wait. Academy. Academy Award. There you go. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I I know. I know. Academy, it, Oscar, it's all the same, right? I stopped keeping up with... It's the like, same, right? Yeah. Okay. The Jello shot. Uh, the, the regret the that we talked guy. about earlier. Like, that Jello, the jello shot. shot hit, the yeah. Jello shot was hidden. That was two Jello shots in one. My brain cells are... That was two Jello shots in one. Let me tell you something. I'm I'm drinking out of a to-go, out of a to-go fast food cup. Uh, so, there's a lot of liquor in here, and this is a strong pour. It is. Um... So yeah, um, congratulations to Ava. Um, hopefully, we see this list expand. Um, I there are definitely people I know uh, or know of and are in circles with that I I would love to see as a part of this as, as a part of this database. I am people. D. Randall is people. I am people, and I believe he has more than one verified credit. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if we look at the if we look at the qualifications. I'm going to make a bet. We'll see. If we look at the qualifications, I'm going to bet he has more than one verified credit uh, that will vouch for him being on this list. If not, I'll forge it, but, you know, we'll see. You know, this thing has worked with SAG people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Dr. Love got arrested again. Who was that? So, remember the kid, uh, Malachi Love Robinson was his name. The kid who was pretending to be a doctor. Oh! Who had that bad <laughs> real estate photo. Yes. 
Um, well, Dr. Love uh, has gotten arrested again. Uh, this is according to The Root. Malachi Love Robinson, the Florida man who spent much of his teenage years posing as a medical doctor, is in trouble again with the law. According to police records attained by CNN, 23-year-old Love Robinson is now facing charges of grand theft and fraud related to allegations he stole from his employer. Um, let's see, what is it from, this, uh, from CNN? According to a probable cause affidavit from the Delray Beach Police Department, Love Robinson, a contracted employee for a shipping broker, is accused of stealing from his employer in early 2020 by rerouting payments from the business to his personal accounts, causing a total loss of $10,129.81. According to the affidavit, Love Robinson's employer showed police screenshots of text conversations where Love Robinson allegedly stated that he quote-unquote fucked himself and that he was, quote, doing everything he can to make it right. I don't want to go to jail, another text message said. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. <laughs> if you see this nigga's face, do you understand what I'm talking about? This nigga's face has not changed at all. It is not. He still looks like he's whatever age. <laughs> he looks and... exactly like he did. <laughs> This thing is the Brandon Stark of, of wow. scammers. You know, this is this is probably the greatest example of of progress in this country, especially if as we as we try to <laughs> as we try to work our way towards a post racial society. Because even a young black man can be convicted of some shit and come back into the world and commit more crimes. How do you get convicted of scamming? And then get another job, and then get a job in money. Hey, at first that was only that was only for white people. <laughs> that is that is a great sign of our own progress. <laughs> what the fuck? I blame white people for this. Y'all ain't watching us close enough for some shit. <laughs> oh my god! And then he, and then the nigga ain't even good at. It. He only he only, a shipping broker. He only he only stole ten thousand dollars, bro. You gotta step. You gotta step your scamming game up, man. You gotta. You gotta get those Bernie Madoff numbers. You were going. you were playing a doctor for all of your teenage life, so you were pretending to make more money than you actually stole this time. Wow. Wow. Oh, you're terrible at this guy. He's also terrible at growing facial hair. But he's, oh, he's horrible at growing. This this wait. This beard still ain't connected. That beard, nah, it never will. That beard ain't it connected. never will. Sorry. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, it's gonna be patchy. It's gonna, <laughs> At he, best, his shit gonna be patchy for the rest of his natural black ass life. Um, oh man, scammers, scammers are just underachieving. It's sad. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of scams, Tracy Tracy Chapman won a lawsuit against Nicki Minaj. Hey hey. Um, apparently Nicki. Recorded a song that sampled one of... I don't know if it was Fast Car or not. Um, that's another thing I want white people to do. I want white people to stop doing bad covers of Fast Car. Just like, stop, just stop every doing... white person with with locks has co-opted this song for their own. And yeah. I'm sick of it. Just stop. Just stop covers altogether, please. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> Tracy Chapman... 
sued Nicki Minaj because uh, she recorded this. She didn't get permission to use this. Or she or Tracy Chapman said no. And uh, she went on and recorded the song using a sample from one of her from one of Chapman's songs. And Funkmaster Flex leaked it. And, and when uh, it hit let the me, airwaves, let me let me put up the air quotes leaked it. I would say, are there any real leaks anymore no. in 2021? Because he had to have gotten the song somehow. And, exactly. And nobody, nobody risks their own, um, their own uh, reputational capital by releasing music that's not intended to be released. So if 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 he would have truly leaked that music without Nicki Minaj knowing, it could have ruined his ability to you know work with her and get music from her down the line. So don't don't believe for a minute that this quote unquote leak right was not made with with Nicki Minaj's awareness. But continue. And um yeah, she ended up and so she ended up winning this suit. And there's the argument out there. I saw a lot of people arguing like, oh well that's not fair. They should blame Funk Flex for leaking it and he should he should he should have some uh legal blowback for leaking it. Nope. Here's my thing. He wouldn't have been able to leak it if Nikki hadn't recorded it, just because you did just because you did some wrong shit in private doesn't make it less wrong. And all that shit can come to light. I think we've learned in the age of nudes being leaked in the anything you do in private can be made public very easily. And if you the best the best security against that is to just if you're that unsure to just not do it. And this isn't the first time Nikki. Uh, this isn't the first time Nikki's tried to get over and it didn't work out. Let's not forget, Nikki was the one who was mad at Travis Scott for trying to uh, scam the streaming game, trying to do exactly what she wanted to do. To, but she, but he was doing exactly what she wanted to do, and he just was better at it. Um, so let's not, you know, um, so let's not do that. At the end of the day. Pay that woman. Pay that woman what you owe her. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Tracy Chapman, so I'm going to assume she needs the money. That's not nice. That's not nice. But still, hey, it's 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 her song. She um, deserves it. She, yeah, I mean, it, it, I I pay I, these artists. I agree two hundred percent with the decision. Uh, and if if you as Nicki Minaj did that and you gave that to somebody else, like it, it the the onus is on you. To keep that work under wraps and, and protect it and not let it get out there. So if it got out there, whether Funk Flex leaked it against your wishes or without you knowing or not, you are still the custodian of that. And you are still liable for it. 100%. You know, and, you know, on a side note, fuck Funk Flex. Always. Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, people mad at Cardi again. Uh, I know that's not much of a pivot, but yeah. People mad at Cardi again. And at some point, I'm gonna make. At some point, I'm gonna come up with a recurring segment called "What Are You Niggas Mad at Cardi Before Again?" Cardi before this week. Um, basically, basically, she was. I think she was on live, maybe, and she was dancing to her own song to WAP, and her daughter Culture came in the room, and she immediately turned the song off. Um. And people on the internet got got on her case and was like, "Oh well, 
oh, you, oh, it's, oh, it's good enough for our children to listen to, but it's not good enough for your child to listen to it. Um, no one said it was good enough for your children to listen to. Cardi B has never tried to convince y'all that WAP was for children to be listening to. It's not. And also, let's before we even get to that, let's just consider that maybe Cardi B is human, and even if she did consider it okay for kids to listen to, it might be odd, it might be awkward for your daughter to, to have your daughter come in the room and hear and and hear you screaming about wet ass pussy when you've been making baby noises at her all her life. I'm just saying that might be weird because she's a human fucking being. Now moving past that. Just because you niggas ain't raising your fucking kids. I always get on people about this. Stop looking for the radio, for the internet, for Spotify to raise your fucking kids. You raise your kids to know right from wrong. I listen to, un- to music that I wasn't supposed to be listening to all the time. But my, my parents raised me with a sense of right and wrong that I knew not to say that shit to, other- to adults. And I knew not. To, I knew not to go running around saying bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Why can't you teach your children to do the same thing? Why? Why is it? Why is it anybody else's responsibility to raise your children but you? That's the only point I would make. <laughs> like it's not that artist's responsibility to govern. Like they have no control over whether your kids hear this shit or not. You do. They're not saying that it's okay for your kids to listen to music. If your kids hear that music and listen to the music, it's because you let them. And I hate to beat this drum again. Whenever it's a nigga song, y'all always think it's cute to have to have your kids doing a little cute TikTok dance. There's all this drama over WAP, but let Mask On come on. Mm. Mask Off, right? Yep, fucking Mask Off. Let that shit come on. Y'all gonna have them doing a little cute little TikTok dance. Percocet. Molly Percocet. Y'all think that shit's cute. Have them playing the flute. <laughs> was that episode of, wasn't there an episode of Insecure they had a little girl playing the flute, playing Mask Off in the park? I can't remember. It was at the it was at the, the Tasha barbecue. But I also don't I'm not surprised. I yeah. mean y'all y'all think that kind of shit is cute. When it's a when it's a nigga song, it's always okay. Oh man, y'all put the little covers in. Bridgerton had a little had had a little cover of one of these one of these little songs. Y'all always think it's cute when a, when it's a nigga song, but when a woman says the shit, all of a sudden it it's what about the children? Mm. Y'all say shit. Y'all say shit to half the shit Drake says that he he gets away with saying because mm. he said in a little singy song R and B voice. Yeah, but let Lizzo say the same shit. Y'all gonna be mad in the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, y'all ain't fooling nobody. Um, I think that's a good place to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are currently listening to Opinions While Black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I think I am just, I just, I got up, take a quick break, and I realized I was feeling pretty good. 
this is a strong pour. Got up a little too fast, huh? I did. Yeah. I did. Rookie move. Yeah. Um, and of course, did you did you mention that you were hungover? I, I didn't. Um, but thanks for telling everyone. <laughs> Not that it matters. It feels like we've been potting since we sat down. So it's like <laughs> I didn't, I know we had to do the other things. So I, yeah. I didn't know whether you mentioned it then or now. Yeah, that you know the the Jello shot was a little bit of the hair of the dog. Oh Jesus! If so it, that Jello shot was hair of the dog. We in trouble. It was it was a full pelt of fur <laughs> of the dog. Shit. Um. So yeah. Um. Oh, in fact, let me let me ask you this question. Oh, just a random one. What do you, what is it, what is one thing outside of like the obvious, like white people fuckery that you want to stop in 2021? Wow. Like culturally or like whatever, just Uh, something that's just, you know, you know, you're fucking nerds. You'd like to stop. The one thing that I did post on my Instagram um, (laughs) just before New Year's Day was. Okay. I want people to leave that whole it's the whatever for me thing. Oh shit. Just leave that shit alone, y'all. It <laughs> it was never it was never dope. It was never it was never clever to begin with. It, it it's always sounded corny. Just if you say it around me, I'm just gonna give you a fake laugh like eh, and keep moving. That whole it's the whatever for me is just like no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> leave that shit. Leave that shit. Like I think it's only. I think it's funny if you if you're in on the joke, like in relation to where it originated. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Even like, when I'm in on the joke, like it's it, been played. It, but, it's been played out so much now. Right, that but you have to like the thing that it originated from. That's yeah. the thing. Like, like so. If you're in, if you're in on that, and you like that. It's to then... shut the fuck up for me. <laughs> See that? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I didn't even feel good saying that. <laughs> I think we all know mine. I'm just, I'm just sick of, I'm just sick of all these little weird, uh, new age self helpy words and shit. Mm. I, I, I never know what the fuck anyone's talking about anymore. Shadow work. Stop it. What is that? Yeah, I'm about to Google that. Now. I have no fucking. I, or the people that still say Great Rising or Grand Rising. I just feel like they're about to sell me uh, prepaid legal. Yeah, it I'm, sounds I'm, racist. <laughs> Anything with the word "grand" in it, it almost sounds racist. Sounds it just you could just you could just hear the South rising again. Um, yeah, I, shadow work, a complete guide to getting to know your darker self. Oh my God, what is shadow work? It's an introspective psychological practice that anyone can do and can lead to a more fulfilling life. Okay, let's get to the point about what it is, though. Um, everyone carries a dark side. It can sound scary, and some parts of it might be uncomfortable, but it's necessary to uncover true joy and peace in life. It's sort of like Star Wars. If we let our dark side run rampant and uncontrolled, our lives will feel chaotic. So basically, shadow work is realizing how fucked up you really are and addressing that. Just See, just just some uh, a purpose-driven life-ass way to say some regular shit. Yeah. I'm so I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick. It's of very y'all. simple. Shot, don't say. Don't tell me shadow work. Just say, hey man, get your shit together. You got some shit to work on. Get your fucking shit together. That's easy. Oh, see, I, I'm sick of y'all, man. It's it's like when people, it's like when people are going back to raise their inner child. You know, um, 
waving sage all over the fucking house talking hey, about shadow work. Fuck with some sage. That's what. That's why there's a run on sage now. Apparently, is it? I think. I think that someone said that there that there was a that there was going to be a sage sh- shortage. Some now of, y'all fucking up the magic cauldron and shit. Some of y'all just need disinfectant. Like that's, <laughs> that's really what y'all need. Y'all don't need to cleanse the spirits. Y'all need to cleanse the germs. I liked it better when y'all sprayed 409 on everything. Mm. 409 and Windex just cure every goddamn thing. Let's go. Uh, Or in Texas, Fabuloso. Fabuloso. (laughs) Hey, I'm not going to lie, man. These two little ladies came and they did a deep cleaning in our house year before last. Yeah. They came with the industrial Fabuloso. Hey. House was smelling lit. That's what I'm talking about. I was so high. (laughs) <laughs> but this shit was so clean that's what i'm talking about see see texas y'all know nothing about that fabuloso yeah i'm I'm pretty sure i developed four types of cancer from having that shit oh in here God. but damn it that shit was hard <laughs> oh man it is time for white people must be stopped um I'm sure there's no secret uh, what this week's uh, edition is going to be about. <laughs> oh, boy. Surprise. Um, so, uh, white people were really showing their ass this week. <sighs> this quote-unquote insurrection. So, a bunch of white folks who don't wear masks. I didn't see a mask in the in the place Not at all. Not a single um, tried to quote unquote storm the Capitol building, <laughs> and by storm the Capitol building, I mean a bunch of motherfuckers showed up dressed like they were going to a Giants game, oh. and just kind of were. Th- this was not an insurrection. No, this was advanced loitering. <laughs> That's what this was. It was. This was advanced loitering because I didn't see. You know, I'm. I I watched. I watched shit like Al Jazeera. I keep up with shit like Al Jazeera and shit yeah. like that, Reuters, where they show what's going on around the world. And I have seen uprisings. I've seen it. I remember the, the Arab Spring. And the Arab Spring and real revolutions that happened. Yeah. Even the British. Man, let, that Brexit shit, when that Brexit shit popped off, throwing bathtubs out the window and shit. Yeah. What happened here in America was the first world version of that. Um, it's not an insurrection when you're just standing behind the barricades like you're waiting to get into Comic-Con or some shit. Facts. And then the guy comes up and literally opens up the gate. He's like, hey, 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 hey. You guys just follow me. Single file line. Stay behind me. Do not pass me up. I'm going to take you up to the next checkpoint. All right? Because in real insurrections, people get fucked up. And so white people, for whatever reason, maybe it's maybe they're just mad because, you know, Georgia, Georgia took the Senate back from the Republicans. Uh, whatever they were mad about, they showed up at the Capitol building. They would not leave. They showed up en masse. They tried to break it. They tried to break into the Capitol building. They, in fact, did. A lot of them did break into the Capitol building. Can we pause there for a second? Okay. I made this comment on whatever media platform. I can't remember. Okay. I don't really post on too many. The U.S. has the largest defense budget in the history of, of mankind. mankind. How? And, but wait, wait. Just to emphasize that, not to cut you off, yeah. to emphasize that what we spend on, we spend more on defense than 
like the 10 next ten of our the next ten of our allies yes. combined. Correct. That is, we have the most bloated defense program in the world history. In history. In human history. Yet continue. A nigga with a flag can breach the windows of the Capitol building. They can use barricades to scale the Capitol building and get all the way into the central inner sanctum of the capital of the United States of America. In the headquarters of the United States, you could just walk in and just be like, bam, here I am. So, as black people normally say, quote, somebody lying. Somebody is lying. Now, granted, we saw the video footage of the actual Capitol Police or whoever actually opening the barricades for them and leading them where to go. Like, they actually had a tour guide. I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating, y'all. with the Capitol Police right. on the way out. The Capitol Police were actually tour guides for these fools to get all the way in that shit. So that's, that's the difference between... I mean, again, that's not an insurrection. That was a tour. That was that a is, Disney tour. It's not an insurrection when the Capitol Police is less competent than the cast of uh, White House Down. Wow. Gerard Butler didn't struggle Channing for this. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Channing Tatum either did not struggle for this. Right. As yeah. a matter of fact, Gerard Butler, where was Mike? You know what I'm saying? Where was Mike during all this shit? Where was Jack Bauer? Where the fuck was... I'd take John McClane. <laughs> like, drunk John McClane. Like, you, know, you, remember, you remember Die Hard with Avengers? The yeah. whole thing was that he had a hangover all day? Yeah. I feel you. I'd take John McClane over this shit. This is some bullshit. And, and then... Nobody, I didn't see a gun drawn, even though somebody apparently did get shot. Uh, I, I mean, I, I saw the footage. I mean, okay, so. I didn't see a gun drawn. They, they People forget, though. People forget. And this is, again, why there's there's a huge difference between, like, the BLM protests and, and, and this, if you want to call it a protest. I don't know what Correct. you want to call it. Is that people who go to BLM protests know very well that their lives are in danger, their safety is in danger. And they're very well aware of the presence of law enforcement officers and their weaponry. Um, as these people reached the inner sanctum of the Capitol and they got to the central room where they literally barricaded the doors with office furniture. And they had Capitol agents pointing their guns at them through at the, the door, windows, ready to go. telling them, do not, do not take a step further. And, this, and the, the one chick that they keep talking about who got shot... She's like, well, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I'm about to jump these chairs. Hip, hip. She caught two to the neck. And it's like. And she had been tweeting cash shit yeah, going in. Yeah. Like, you died for some dumb shit. You died because you, you can't follow instructions. Do you know why they, do you know why you were invited? <laughs> like, do you know what this was even all about? Do you know what you were revolting for? No. You don't. The, and, and, the, and most of the people there, if not all of them were just for some reason whipped into a frenzy and just led to believe that they were serving some noble purpose in saving their institution. And the guy that told y'all to show up didn't even show up. Did you see the footage of him in the bunker yeah. with Melania in the tent? Him and him and Coke Jaw Jr. were sitting in the tent <laughs> watching y'all 
laughing at y'all, laughing at this whole shit. Like, ha, ah, that's wild. With the music up to 10. Yeah. Oh, man, they were chilling. Like, they Melania had, was dancing. They had hors d'oeuvres and shit. Although, I, I think Melania was secretly partying because she knows she's about to make her escape. Wait, was Melania there? Melania was there. She, she was, was in dancing. The okay, I, I didn't even... I thought Melania was already gone. <laughs> I'm telling you, she she about to make her escape as soon as as soon as Biden gets sworn in, she out of this bitch. Before then, she might be gone now. Her contract is her contract is up. I'm saying y'all y'all got played. Y'all got y'all got hella played. Y'all played, and and that's why I didn't. You know, um, you know uh, what's his name? Uh, Euphonic texted me and was like, "This is my listener letter. Turn on your TV." I was, I don't mm. know what I was, oh, I was watching The Office. I've yeah. been binging The Office from the beginning, mm. and it's very eye-opening, uh, very relevant. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I turned off The Office, and it's just some white people outside, and they just, they, every time they show it, everybody's just outside chilling. Like, nobody was really, nobody was even, nobody was screaming, this is what democracy looks like. Mm-mm. Nobody was making demands. Nope. Nobody was saying shit. Everybody was just chilling. They, they were just, just, they were just cheerleading. They were just tailgating. That's what it was. They were tailgating for Trump. Shout out to the dude that looks like William H. Macy from Shameless. Walking out with the, uh, with, 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 with the podium. With, with the podium. He got arrested. Gleefully. And got arrested. Of course he was from Florida. Of course, fake Jamiroquai got he got him <laughs> um they, they, yeah and people seem to forget that when you go into like federal buildings there are things like cameras and fbis that will find you um so you know shout out to y'all for again not wearing masks let's not also talk about how this will most likely turn into uh a super spreader event Oh, one hundred percent. Let's let's also you know not talk about how you possibly have also endangered members of of Congress with your with your germs and your refusal to uh, follow basic hygiene. I, th- this was a fucking mess, and, and, and my and so just to let you know what the vibes were like, I I was watching CNN. They they had a report that one or two armed people made their way for the house building mm-hmm. and were met with an abundance of armed guards that turned them away immediately. Yeah. Democrats knew the fucking vibes. Look, y'all, ain't they, playing, y'all ain't bringing this shit over here. Dudes were coming in there with like, um, with zip ties and like they were, they were looking to try to kidnap people <laughs> and they were like, all right, y'all think, y'all think this shit is cute. Come this way. See what happened. See why I'm not, and and if you watch the footage, do you see why now the uh, was it last week or week before, we're not worried about white people coming to the hood. Mm-mm. We know now they're not prepared enough. Y'all not going to pull that same shit at Sunnyside Multi Service Center. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. We we ain't we ain't look we ain't about that shit. Y'all man. ain't rob y'all ain't showing up with zip ties trying to rob the beef and bun. No. Fuck out of here. Oh fuck that. <laughs> shit. Y'all not y'all not gonna make it past uh Y'all not fucking with black people's loaded baked potatoes. Y'all not gonna make it past the gas station on Fuquay and Hiram Clark. Oh oh shit. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not gonna make it that far with that shit. So Man, fuck out of here. Did That's you wh- did you see the, the okay not to harp on it too much. Yeah, yeah. Just to just to prove our point. Sure. There's a clip of there's a video clip where some guys were parking their cars, some of the 
protesters right. were parking their cars like in the hood. And there was like a group of old black dudes sitting outside talking to them. Like, hey, man, letting y'all know now y'all don't want to do that shit right here, man. I see y'all got the little raggedy flags with you. Leave that car here and see, see if that car be here when y'all get back. Y'all don't want to do that. Shit. This is the wrong place for y'all to set that shit up. And they went and got their car. Black and they moved that shit what, somewhere else. Like, nah. Black folks let you know what time it is. And so the whole time y'all were doing that shit, we were chilling. And there's been some fallout. Mad mad people have 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 resigned. Mad people have gotten fired over this shit. Most notably, and this is and this is the other story. This is according to the Hill. YouTube recently pulled former White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon's War Room podcast from its platform. He still have one? <laughs> apparently so. Um Apparently, he has not gotten rid of that uh, nasty grayscale. Look now that now that all these all these media platforms realize that um, the White House, House and Senate are all being democratically controlled, they 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 are no longer like keeping their ties with they're y'all's with y'all's bullshit. They're like, ah, uh, yeah, this ain't gonna work out too well for us. Fox gonna have to go back to selling all that gold for cash uh, and shit. It's bad when I mean you, you what the the I think the analogy you made was rats leaving the sinking ship. Rats leaving the ship is just like I said this a long time ago. It's just like when R. Kelly, after that surviving R. Kelly shit. Yeah. Remember all of a sudden when they, when they found out that he didn't that he didn't have any more money and he wasn't getting royalties from the label. Yeah. All of a sudden, once the money ran out. All of a sudden, all these tapes just started started yep. surfacing. Oh, somebody just happened to find the tape in his compound and shit. They always had that shit. This and, tape and, has been in my pocket for 10 years. I forgot it was here. I forgot. Oh, my God. It was in my other pants. And this is how rats leave the ship. In any criminal organization, when the money runs out, mm-hmm. that's when the snitches start surfacing. That's when people start trying to make their own deals. That's when people start trying to set aside an escape route or an exit strategy. When the money runs out, can't nobody be trusted anymore. Every good mob movie you ever saw, when the money started coming into question, that's when it all fell apart. Even Frank Lucas, when he couldn't when he couldn't confirm that he was gonna he was gonna be flying the drugs out of Vietnam and shit. That's when it all started falling apart, and Russell Crowe got that yeah. ass. It's bad when it's bad when Alex Jones calls you an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's saying. that Spider Man meme. It's the two Spider Man looking at each other. Yeah. Um, the social media giant on Friday removed the podcast channel, citing noncompliance with its community guidelines. In accordance with our strike system, we have terminated Steve Bannon's channel War Room and one associated channel for repeatedly violating our community guidelines. A YouTube, spos- a YouTube spokesman uh, said in a statement uh, to The rap, As we said yesterday, any channel posting new videos with misleading content that alleges widespread fraud or errors change the, out- uh, change the outcome of the 2020 election in violation of our policies will receive a strike. A penalty in which temporary that temporarily restricts uploading or live streaming. Mm. Channels that that receive three strikes in the same ninety day period will be removed permanently removed from YouTube. Steve Madden no longer has a platform. 
Uh, hit him with the air horns, please. Um, you see now. You see now. The 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 Sith lords are just the Sith lords are being hunted down one by one. I mean, they they took that they took away pretty much all of Trumple Steelskin's tools. Oh my God! Like there's a laundry list of shit that he can't post on Ooh, anymore. He gonna be bored in the motherfucker. He actually gonna have to fuck his wife now. Well, no, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Still, um, he'll have to fuck Hope Hicks or somebody else. <laughs> But yeah, they also uh, so Apple and Google Play and whoever else also disabled Parlor as well. Like, no shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the KKK Facebook is is also being taken uh-huh. offline as well. So they, that's just to say, y'all, take care of yourselves out there because they're they're about to be big mad now. Oh yeah. And as we draw closer to this inauguration, just they're not going to get any saner. As as black people know all too well. They're going to try some more shit. Be vigilant. Be aware. And most importantly, and this is most important, hear me. It ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't in it. We ain't in it. That's their problem. Y'all handle it. Biden, Biden, he might as well just get his, he might as well just get sworn in on Zoom. Just, might as well. <laughs> just Look, get sworn in on hey. Zoom. Just, you know what? Just clock in, bro. Just clock in. <laughs> we ain't just just show up for work, man. We ain't got we ain't got you've been here before. We're going we going we going to get your Do you have your do you have your old work card? Use just the get, same one. Just use the old work card. We'll figure it out. We'll just bring <laughs> the Bible to your office and you swear in there over Zoom. We'll do it's a fine. digital Bible. Just put your hand somebody on the screen. A, somebody get this man a GoPro. Put your hand on the screen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? It, it, the shit will still be notarized. It's fine. Just just, just clock in, bro. Like, you still know how to get there. You were there before, man. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you used to work here before. Your password still works. Same one. It, ain't, it hasn't even timed out yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Set your racist stories, your racist real-life encounters, along with any racist, any racist stories you think we might have missed in the news, um, questions for myself or D. Randall, or any or any of our guests, please send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or log on to opinionswhileblack.com, uh, the new and improved opinionswhileblack.com, uh, where you can find out all kinds of wonderful information about uh, the Least Sober Team in podcasting, where you can find links to get new merch and um, all that good stuff. Oh yeah, and there's and you can find all the social medias in which to get in touch with us. Um, mostly me. <laughs> I, I watch. Hey, I responded to something this week. I think on Twitter. I think you liked something. I liked. Okay, same yeah, thing. You liked. You liked one of the listener letter questions. Okay. Um, we'll be right back with your listener letters in the top three STFU. I'm, I'm pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I am feeling quite saucy, actually. Uh, You know, we're feeling quite... We'll take a break and just and just really get off on some other shit that y'all just cannot hear publicly, yeah. and 
you know, and 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 just really start unpacking some shit, and I will realize exactly how drunk I am. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, so it is time for your listener letters. Ah, my favorite part. Um, on Twitter, we have Mocha Soul, aka Jessica Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Mocha Soul. Yeah, yeah, you, you, long time listener. How mad would you be if a cannibal cooked and ate you, but didn't use any seasoning? So we know that the cannibal <laughs> is white. So the cannibal is obviously white. Uh, you know, it's um. Because yeah. niggas don't eat people. Well, uh, 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 you know, they, they. I don't feel like we. I feel like we just we just fucking and take that L. Yeah, I, I just I, niggas just ain't eating people. I don't see it. I don't know the proper way to prepare a person, but exactly. But I, I would, I would hope that if you take the time. I don't want to eat an undercooked nigga. Yeah, I mean it just it just it just seems like knowing what people eat, like human has to yeah. taste like disgusting. Yeah. Knowing what, what we what people eat, man, and you gotta yeah. I also you, don't want to eat a vegan though. Nah. Nah. That's underdeveloped. I don't want that. Nah, you got shit that tastes like the clothing that they're wearing, you know. Your your shit tastes like canvas. I feel like with me, you almost you almost given my day, you almost need you either you I guess you don't need seasoning. They gotta cook you well. Though, yeah, man. All the way through. Yeah, because meat gonna come right meat gonna fall right off the bone. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just That's I, a I just very think, always sunny I think Philadelphia the, question. The act of yeah, the act of killing someone and then dismembering them and cooking them, it, it, it requires a lot of effort and risk. You, you might as well take the time to season it and, and do it well. Um I agree. Uh, but then again, maybe you just like the the taste of uh, yeah. Well, I don't, well, you I don't know even... how they cook it. You know how down how down in the deep south they cook alligator. Yeah, and like they don't even they don't try to prepare it no way. It just be a, it just be a big ass flash fried looking alligator on a giant stick. Yeah, um... and they just cut it right off that motherfucker. Yeah, that's not me though. I uh, yeah. I hope y'all don't do me like that. Now take the time. I mean. You know, um, put some Lowry's on it. Get some Tony Sacheries. At, at least get some Tony Sacheries. I recommend Slap Your Mama for me. Slap Your Mama is also good. Slap um, Your Mama is really good. Actually. You know, season the meat, put it in the bag overnight, let it really sink in, and pull it out the next day and do what you got to do to it. Let let those you know seasonings really sit in. I think that's I think that's a reasonable. Preheat the skillet with uh, olive oil and cloves of garlic. Avocado oil is also a good choice. Okay, avocado oil is a good choice. I, I fix my um, my my patented chicken bacon broccoli Alfredo that I have perfected. <laughs> I use avocado oil. Niggas love Alfredo. Man, look, <laughs> chicken Alfredo is my shit. I have I have de- a, a woman has definitely lured me over to her place with chicken Alfredo. Successfully, my wife got like three cans of Alfredo in the in the pantry right now. Oh, and not even I'm talking about made the Alfredo from scratch. Oh, yeah, I perfected that over the during the pandemic, yeah. making the shit from scratch. Hey, hey, my shit is delicious. I perfected a couple of recipes. Um, I think that was a that, that was a pretty that was actually turned out to be a good question. So now we got the FBI watching Mocha Soul. <laughs> 
Because that, that sounded very much like uh, I'm asking for a friend type question. Right. <laughs> Watch um, your back, man. She's plotting to get us. I'm just, look, uh, look I, uh, shout out to the listeners trying to keep us savage. You know what I'm saying? Houston's most savage podcast. We got Houston's most savage listenership. Uh, Tales to Win Rage wants to know, how do I get this newborn to sleep in his damn crib? Um, uh, yeah, don't was, have kids. <laughs> <laughs> or oh. if you are a bad if you are a bad parent, like I see a lot of these motherfuckers on social media are, just just give them melatonin. Or it's some bad parents out. It's some bad parents out. Or here. when you give them that last bottle of the night, um, dip the uh, the nipple of the bottle into you know a, a wee bit of whiskey. <laughs> and uh put some right out. Some people some people like some people even put like the whiskey on their fingertip and rub the whiskey on their gums. I am not recommending that, by the way. I am not a parent. Do not take parenting advice from me. But I've seen take that work. Parenting advice and get a puppy. Yes. Don't even do that. Cause my little greedy ass dog comes in here every five minutes to to see what Oz is eating. And That's I gotta true. chase him out. It's true. Spike got to get out of here, man. He, he he know when I come over here, I'm probably going to Uber eat some shit for lunch. Yeah. Uh, Every time. Yeah. He, he, knows, ass. he knows the vibes. Um, don't have kids. Uh, or or ha- don't have kids and just get a puppy. Sure. All my parenting and relationship advice, all my relationship advice is stop putting up with that in that relationship. Stop looking for that in a relationship and get a puppy. But also, congratulations to you. Uh, seriously, congrats. Yes, you know, congratulations, I know man. bringing a child into the world, especially now, is very scary. And um, and you'll never sleep again. Sure. They, they just... Uh, that was, uh, that, I'm, I'm sure this is going to be one of the last times we hear about him sleeping. Um, wishing for a, a healthy and happy baby. Um, let's see what else we got. David Santiago... Oh, shit. Asked... Um, would what would you imagine what would you imagine Darwin would say after seeing the Nazis that stormed the Capitol get arrested solely because they were anti maskers? That's the first question. Uh-huh. Um and does it make you happy? Does it make you as happy as it makes me that one of them accidentally tased himself until his heart blew up like DMX's first album? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh first question, um, Darwin would just rub his hands together like Birdman and go, it's all coming to pass. Yeah, Dar- Darwin rubbed his hands together and said, wait two weeks and watch. <laughs> we know that that will undoubtedly turn out to be some type of super spreader event. 100%. The fucked up part is all those people came from different areas of the country. So I don't even know if D.C. is going to be a hot spot now or we'll just see a rise in like, you know, brother, wife, uh, sister wife Twitter of uh so many Texans I already know there's a lot of Ala- there were a lot of Alabamans in there a lot of Virginians uh, a lot of Georgians a lot of Georgians so the the South is about to become the new epicenter of the oh, virus man. congratulations California you'll be off the hook in about two weeks <laughs> because of this um and does it make you as happy as it makes me that one of them accidentally tased himself till his heart blew up like DMX's first album. Yes. Um there were there was there were like three or four people that died at this thing. One of them tased himself in the balls. 
trying to steal some shit. I'm not going to say that I was happy. I, I will just Good say for that. you, Cheddar Bob. I will say that I was unsurprised <laughs> and unfazed by it. Uh, it, it, again, when again, when black people are watching shit like this, we always know. Like, we just pull the popcorn out because we just like some shit finna happen, and they about to fuck themselves up more than they fucking anything else up. And there's no way they can blame us. No way they can blame us. We weren't even there. It's true. Y'all ain't but, see us. There were a couple dudes there, but, but you could tell they ain't never fucked. They ain't never been around black people. Yep. All their hairlines was fucked up. Yep. Uh, you know, a, a couple of them were them anime nerds that swear that swear they trying to get that Jerry curl popping. Yeah, um, they definitely had uh honey boo boo white honey boo boo girlfriends. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, um, you I mean you knew the vibes. It, it, I always say they had. I always say they all had that never fucked a never fucked a black girl in their life haircut. Very true. Or lack thereof. They all they all look like downgrades from the bachelor. You see, you see the the, the new bachelor has started. I, I I think I saw something on mute one day where it looks like the new bachelor is a black dude. Yeah, okay. uh, his name is Matt. Okay. Um, and of course his name is Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he got a fucked up real name somewhere. <laughs> His Matthias. real name is like yeah his yeah Matthias, Alamateo, or you know some just some shit. And he's like, I just go by Matt, named after his great grandma's church. Yeah, and you know he he was in they were doing an interview with him, and he had a very roundabout way of saying it. But he was like, I know there's a lot of expectations for me to end up with a certain uh, type of woman. Um, I'm not here for that. I'm just here to. Um, Meet the meet to to hopefully meet the love of my life. Whatever whatever form that comes in, and I knew the vibes right there. I knew the vibes right away. Um, If y'all looking for me to just outright choose a black woman, just hold back, sisters. He's just letting y'all know he ain't coming for y'all. He ain't coming for y'all at all. And don't be surprised. The tennis shorts was too short for that shit. Not not you know not that he has to be like you know love is love is love love is love 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 who you love. But they, the the network clearly picked him with an intention, and they definitely picked him with an intention to put out a certain vibe or capitalize on skin tone, without having to deal with any of the real uh, interactions or fallouts with black love. So there's what would, that. What would Oz of the Bachelor be like? Oh shit! So you got you got. 20 women, I don't even know the number. You got 20 women competing. It's like 60 or 20. Yeah. yeah. 20 women competing to be to be with you. You you, you That's ru- a lot of fucking. I was going to say you running through all that? That's a lot of fucking. So that's that's what it's not about building that Well, no. That no, bond. No, huh? no, no, no. There no, no. The bond is fine. And I'm I'm totally open to build the bond, but just from what I know of the reality of what happens on reality TV shows, and what a lot of those women come to do, you know. I just saw, yeah, I just saw that shit that that reality show that was made in Houston. Uh, that's going. I'm saving that for next week though, but or when we get back. But um, I just to know the vibes of what happens on these reality shows and how it really goes down, um, and a lot of shit that they don't talk about until years later. 
yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, there's probably gonna be some fucking, most likely, I'm almost certain of it. There's gonna be some fucking because the what you get out of those things, and yes, there could be a bond, but most of the women that go on those reality shows aren't looking for that. They're, they're looking for a little bit of time, a little bit of TV time. They're looking for TV time, and you know, yeah. and this is not a and this is not a referendum on just women. Because the men go on there for this shit, too. For the bachelorette, yeah. So, I mean, my thing is, if you're in that position, I guess it just behooves you to run through before they get voted off. I'm just, I, I mean, if we're just keeping it a buck, at the end of the day, I'm I'm there because I'm, I'm there. I'm there for what I'm there for. I'm there to have a good time. You're here to have a good time. You're clearly not looking for anything long term. And if you're not looking for anything long term, and we got to stay here on this fucking compound for six weeks. That's a long time. That's a long time for a lot of people to just be sitting in their hotel room masturbating. Might as well just find out. I, that makes it makes perfect sense to me. People are gonna take listen to this and take this the wrong way, but that makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of fucking. And I'm very messy for putting that question out there to begin with. <laughs> so I fully admit that about myself. As I, as we sit here talking, for the love of Oz, I'm watching these two women who who just landed on a flight from DC, and as they get off the plane. Shout out to Tim for sending me this. As they get off the plane, they're getting arrested. Oh, shit. Oh, they're dragging home. Literally dragging. She did the little kid move where her legs just turned to jelly. So this is just a reminder, y'all. Again, you storm a federal building. No mask on. Cameras everywhere, facial recognition everywhere. They're pinging your phones, by the way. Y'all keep forgetting. They're pinging your phones so they know where you are, where you're going. Um, they meet y'all at the airport. They know the vibes. I am minding my black-owned business. 100%. And watching this shit happen. 100%. Y'all. White people, not only, white people must be stopped. Now we know. White people can be stopped. They are being stopped. 100%. Um, thank you all for your listener letters. Uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Even you, David Santiago. <laughs> opinionswhileblack.com uh, is, where you, is, is where you find us. Um, it is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut up! We got some runners up for y'all. Uh, the first runner-up uh, is Van Jones. Actually, we're just going to get the first and second runners-up out of the way. Yeah. Van Jones and O.J. Simpson. Um, at a time like this, yes, I said it, juice. Um, at a time like this, uh, when we're asking a lot of the big questions, when we're seeing, when all the cards are on the table, and we're seeing a lot of the... And we're seeing white people for what they are, what we always knew they were. Um, and we have to start being honest and unpacking these things. Um, there are certain there are certain people that we don't need to be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Two of those people are Van Jones and Orenthal James Simpson. Why is OJ, OJ in any conversation? OJ was on Twitter getting his shit off about about the the riots or about the the uprising or whatever they're fucking calling it. And it didn't really matter what he was saying. 
we just don't need to hear from him right now. He's he. All I had to hear was, and you know, it's just sad because I believe in the justice system, nigga. I bet you do. I bet you motherfucking do. <laughs> sitting uh, sitting there in your in your lavish backyard, uh, practicing your golf swing, or as you or as you uh, affectionately refer to it in public, still looking for the killer. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. We don't need to hear from you right now. That's a, see that goes back to that Dave Chappelle Ja Rule shit. Who the fuck was looking to, looking for opinions from Ja Rule during nine eleven? Like if you ask OJ anything, you literally were just looking around for the first person to say something. Had to be <laughs> OJ and man, time's been hard on OJ. Boy, let me tell you. Uh, let's see, and Van Jones. No, no, no. We don't need to hear about shit from Van Jones. Not nothing. Not after you spent the past four years sucking the Trump's dicks. Dude. And then turn around and cried on camera when they got voted off. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? And now you're doing this funky-ass book. Now you're doing a book, a joint book with Meghan McCain. With what looks like you and what looks like you and her hold, uh, shaking hands or holding hands on the cover, you know, you know what we don't need right now. That. Are you out of your fucking mind? Megan McCain, maybe the least articulate white woman I've ever seen in living memory, aside from Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Have we seen them in the same room at the same time? Have not. <laughs> I have not. I need us to confirm that shit. Um, we don't need to hear from you, motherfuckers. We don't. The culture doesn't. Really, the culture doesn't need to hear from either one of you ever the fuck again. But certainly not now. Not now. Not at all. This is time for either ignoring this shit or reflection. And y'all aren't good for either one. I swear, Van Jones. Van Jones just be he just he just shows up ready with a free blowjob for white people when we supposed to be on their necks. This is Van Jones' last stand. He um he 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 look he chose this four years ago. He chose to say some dumb shit. He chose to say this was the moment that he became presidential. Um, he's been doubling down on it ever since, and now he's trying to crawl his way back in. It's not going to happen for you that way. I just want to show my kids that character matters. Look, look at the Don Lemon example. I called Don Lemon every type of coon during the the Obama administration. Um, he got his whole shit together. Don got fucked up one New Year's Eve, realized where he'd fucked up, grew his hair out <laughs> into an afro. Changed his whole life. Came out as a gay man and said, fuck it. Get, you know, getting a lineup from a black from a from a black barber will change your life. Facts. It's true, man. If you ain't never had one, and then all of a sudden get that first lineup from a black man, change your whole mindset. You realize anything was possible, and everything before that was a lie. To quote Cedric the Entertainer, it's the first time a black man really feels feels like he he means something. Barbershop's the black man's country club. Son. I really just bought the barbershop. Also, shout out to Jalen Rose, the god of, of lineups. Oh, man. That shape up is immaculate. And he knows it, too. He knows it. Him and Grey Worm from, from, from Game of Thrones. 
That nigga had the greatest shape up in Westeros, bro. Yeah, that, yeah, that Norman Osborn. Woo! Seasick on him. Uh, and the other runner-up is DJ Academics. DJ Academics just needed y'all to just need y'all to know recently that, in his opinion, Megan Thee Stallion doesn't have a tenth of the talent Nicki Minaj has. Um, act shut up, honestly. One, I don't think that's true. Two, Nicki hasn't Nicki hasn't put out any good relevant content in at least four years, except maybe her kid. <laughs> and, and also for you to be supposedly for the culture could you just stop protecting could you just stop protecting uh that uh, uh child molester lover mm. well assuming that he's the father of that kid um no no i i don't want i I can't wait for the era of DJ Academics to be over. It's it's over. He just doesn't realize it yet. I I would like to. I mean, the day he stops getting that complex check. I mean, the day when all he has to do all he has to do all day is be on Twitch. And we don't and 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 when outside is open and we can go back to not knowing what Twitch is. <laughs> I can't wait for academics. Academics is. Is a skid mark wow. on the undergarments of black content. Wow. Honestly, wow. he's the fucking worst. I never thought I would hate. I never. I never thought I would hate Yogi Bear's stunt double so much. He looks like that. He looks like that little kid bear on the Charmin commercials that don't know how to wipe his ass. Oh my god! I hate wow. him. I hate him so much. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I can't even, I can't even talk about him. I want to like, fight I him. I still don't. I, anyway, I want to fight him. <laughs> oh my there, god! There's I, a line for that. Slap the shit out of him. Yeah, there's, I'm like, there's a waiting line for that. Oh, a long line. Oh, number three, number three is Soho Karen. Yeah. If you don't know who Soho Karen is, um, it, it kind of flew under the radar with all the shit going on. But uh, it was another one of these Karens that uh, was filmed harassing black people. Basically, she thought she thought this guy stole her iPhone, and she kept harassing him, trying to trying to take his phone that she believed was her phone. Let's be more specific: a a, a child. This was like a 14-year-old kid that she kept blaming. And the father was the one filming and defending his son. And she and she got she just kept getting increasing increasingly aggressive, putting her hands on this man. Um Y'all, this ain't it. And and, and this and honestly, she didn't even make the list because of her behavior on camera. She had an interview with Gail King. Mm. Was that her lawyer that was with her? I don't know if that was her lawyer or her mother. Whoever it was did a poor job of, of telling her of, not to say some yeah. shit. Yeah. 
Because she made a lot of shit worse. That had to be a relative. I mean, she did get arrested the next day. She she got arrested properly the next day. I'm gonna tell you why. Because she started talking fun. She started talking funky to Gail King, cutting her off in the middle of her motherfucking interview. Get first of all, y'all gonna leave these. First of all, y'all got too familiar with these young black men that's trying not to get fucked up for fucking you up on camera. Mm. Y'all got a little too familiar with niggas that know the law. <laughs> um, not these old black people though. No, watch how you handle them. Gail King will slap the shit out you. You know what I'm saying? Gail King that took that ate shit from Snoop Dogg and R. Kelly in the same two calendar years. You know what I'm saying? And R. Kelly was in the same room, and she didn't even flinch when he was acting. The not fool. a, not a, didn't move a muscle. Started calling him by his proper name, Robert. So it's, she'll definitely whoop the shit out of your discount bad Bobby ass. Get the fuck out of my face, bad baby! Is that it? I don't bad care. Ba- the, the main thing, and I don't, I don't want to go into too you much. You don't want to catch Gail King outside. I don't want to go into too much what she said, but you know, if anyone and watches the rich. interview, and Gail King rich, yeah, Gail she King. get you yoked. Yeah, she's you know, I mean, Oprah adjacent rich. <laughs> get you fucked up out here. <laughs> Disappeared. So, and it, it it shows a, a level of privilege and disconnect that most of us are very aware of on a day-to-day basis so again none of what she said was surprising to us um it, i but i am still somewhat i'm still often surprised by how how easily they just spew their 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 stupidity in front of everyone not realizing like yeah you 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 fucked up Right, and it shows her. You know, every time she's like, oh, "I'm not a racist. You're racist. Just shut the fuck up." Gail asked her, "Like, so why? Why did you? Why did you?" She alleged that she stopped everyone that was in that lobby and asked them. And Gail was like, "No. Why did you? Why did you pick him out specifically? That him. What made you think he was suspicious?" She couldn't. She couldn't answer it. She couldn't. She couldn't come with that energy because she knew what was up. And you know, she and. <laughs> It's funny because Gail was like, well, we saw you on on camera, like, attack the child. Well, what you saw on camera was the father tackling me, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, bitch. Or what the, the camera didn't see. Bitch, he was defending his kid. Exactly. <laughs> so what the fuck? Bottom line is, very next day, she got arrested. Right at promptly after this interview. So. Throw the book at this bitch. Again. Honestly. Black people sitting at home like, yep. Well, there you go. Um, Soho Karen, all I'm saying is, watch how you handle Gail King. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Uh, number two is Carrie Hilson. Um. If you don't know who Carrie Hilson is, <laughs> um, uh, well, you're one of everybody. Yes. Um. <laughs> She's still fine though. Yeah. Okay. So, so buy one get one free Kalani. <laughs> um. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um. <laughs> it's true. Oh it's tr- man. It's true, or get, or 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 you know, K, or get a Kalani adjacent product with every purchase. 
Um, Carrie Hilson, basically the reason she doesn't have a career is because um, she'll come out with a hot single and then promptly after she'll start having thoughts and opinions about the world and shit. Um, last time we got her the fuck out of here because she had shit to say about Beyonce. You know you can't do that. Nope. Um, so, um, so basically, um, Discount Cassie uh, came back and had thoughts and opinions about uh, one Donald Joseph Trump getting uh, cut off from Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna go. Th- well, I'm not gonna go through all the histrionics of what she said because it's not really important. But basically, um, she was fighting for Donald Trump's right to free speech, despite oh. apparently not knowing how free speech works she's, at all she's whatsoever. An- she's another one of those then. Okay. And oh, be- they've been out here. And to be clear, y'all, for those of you listening, uh, the First Amendment protects you against being arrested by the government for for speaking your mind. Um, that does not extend to you using social media platforms to say dumb shit. That is not a government enterprise, and therefore, they can do what they what they can do what the fuck they want to do. They're they're not telling you what not to say. They're just saying you ain't gonna say it here. Exactly. That's all that shit is. Here's the quote. This may be funny, but it is a little dangerous too. Take Trump out of it for a moment. A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes the majority of our of world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us, uh, slowly but surely, censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine that same right of civilians. Let me let me stop you there because I, I I honestly just don't want to hear any more of it because she's wrong in every sentence on every level. In every sentence. Like, Freedom of speech does not mean that every social media company is obligated to give you a platform to spew bullshit. Right. And they've allowed this man to spit spew bullshit not just in the last four years, but the entire time he's been on Twitter. What made it different this time was that the words that he used got people killed, inspired people to commit violent acts and ended up with people dying. So it was irresponsible for them to leave that platform open to allow him to influence people to conduct those types of actions. It does not limit his speech. He can still say what the fuck he wants to say wherever he is. Twitter just said, we're not going to be the platform that inspires people to do the dumb shit they did this past week. Shut the fuck up, Carrie Hilson. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take your your line from you. but Shut up! That's the one. Sorry. Honestly. Honestly. And, and it's a lot of people out here that feel this way, and it's disappointing because in 2021, y'all, it turns out a lot of y'all just slept through high school government class. <laughs> Nobody, social media is, you can say whatever you want in America. Twitter is not America. Social media is not America. The internet is not America. Oh, okay. So, uh, shout out to Tim again, sending me more clips. So, not only are people getting arrested at airports, they're showing up at the airport to, you know, fly. Yeah. And they're they're being put on no-fly list and finding out when they get (laughs) to the airport as well. I'd be mad to the bitch. (laughs) 
This is what they do to us. They kick me off the plane. They what call the me a terrorist. Fuck did you think was gonna happen? They call me a terrorist. Good. They want to ruin my life. Suck my dick. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is great. <laughs> I love it, man. And I think that's a perfect moment uh, to introduce the number one person who should shut the fuck up. I don't think it's any surprise. We definitely had to bring his jersey back down from retirement. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, to kick off 2020-21, Donald Joseph Trump. Shut up! Donald Joseph Trump has... and. I, and I want to, and I want to put him at number one and celebrate this motherfucker so hard because I know this is the last gasp of importance from somebody who knows they're on the way down. It's over for you. It's over for him. This motherfucker <clears throat> has used the last bit of his power to conjure up his army of. Rubes and carnies and morons. Neckbeards. And neckbeards to quote unquote occupy the Capitol building because you because you swear that 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 you've had this election stolen from you. What the fuck were they gonna do at the Capitol building about the fucking election? Who are they gonna overthrow? Mitch McConnell? Even Mitch was like uh, Mitch Mitch is sick of your ass. Mitch ready to fight. Did you see that shit? Yeah. She said, he said, he said, I ain't got shit, to, shit else to say to Donald Trump. When Foghorn Leghorn want to fight you, you know it's a fucking problem. I say, I say, I say, I say, look at what I'm talking to you, boy. I say, I say, I say, like he's he's. It's like it's like Cersei in Game of Thrones. When the dragon is burning the city down and they keep trying to get her to evacuate and she says she ain't going no motherfucking where and she just sitting there ready to take her L. Look, take that L, man. Take your L like and and all of the and all of this is just prolonging the inevitable and it's and it's only sped things up because Pelosi and everybody, after he pulled this bullshit. They were ready to roll these articles of impeachment out. The second it looked like the, they got the Senate, yeah, Pelosi then was ready to, to ready to run out, roll these articles of impeachment out. This motherfucker. They already they already had that shit written in their Apple notes. They are circling <laughs> the fucking wagons. So uh, a lot of people. And so I say we said we we're gonna keep up with this. My idea of the probability of Donald Joseph Trump going to prison has increased at least 5 to 10%. I'm going to go ahead and raise it up to 95. Shit. 95% uh, this week. I don't know. I'm still I'm still on the fence about it, but they I, say Biden's a little scary about it. I will say this. Well, yeah, he's scary about it, but he may not have a choice. I do think it's very likely that they will impeach him, and actually impeachment Impeachment does a lot of things that I think make it interesting. Um, it takes away a Secret Service protection. That's and that's the one. It takes away that Secret Service protection. So Antifa gonna be coming for that. <laughs> I was gonna say it is it, about to be on and popping. It's gonna give free reign for people to fuck with him, no matter where he goes. They gonna burn Trump once they once that shit goes. They gonna burn Trump Tower to the fucking ground. Hey, 
It's an ugly ass building anyway. It really is. I've you know, I've taken I've taken two photos shooting the finger at it. Um so I have experience in It looks like some shit Veruca Salt built on SimCity. Wow. It does. Looks like some shit Veruca Salt drew yep. drew in her mind. But daddy, I want a golden building now. It also takes away his ability to run again in twenty twenty four if they oh, pull it thank off. Thank you, God. That's that's the main one that was like, look, yeah, we ain't gotta worry about this nigga again. <laughs> and the only reason and the only reason that they have been apprehensive about this is because if they introduce because if they successfully introduce putting a president in prison, mm-hmm. the Republicans Next chance they get are going to waste no time mm-hmm. trying to put a Democratic president Correct. in prison. The second Donald, the second it looks like Donald Joseph Trump is going to see them red pajamas, I guarantee you, we for the next four years we're going to have to listen. We're going to have to listen to them uh, try everything to bring Barack Hussein Obama down. Yeah. Other than just take him out back and beat the shit out of him, and I don't think anybody, I don't think any of them can fight can fight uh, Barack Obama one on one. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's more likely that if he does get arrested, it'll be for some of the shit in New York, um, from some of his business and tax evasion things. Like if 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 he were to get arrested, oh they they got a file on him. Yeah, oh they got yeah they got that on him. Um, shout out to. Um, Shout out to, um, uh, you know, Epstein Twitter. So oh, it's Epstein yeah. Parlor, who is still trying to convince everyone that the Democrats are, you know, smuggling babies and, and drinking baby blood and all that. Um, I, it's just, has anybody checked on Jaslaine uh, Maxwell? Hmm. Has anybody checked on her? Good question. Through all this riots and shit? Are we gonna find? Are we gonna find her strung up in her cell? Because mm. nobody was paying attention. Because the Capitol Police was "quote unquote" understaffed. Yeah. Huh. Huh. You raise a good point. I'm just saying somebody needs to check on her. That's all I'm saying. We we drew a lot of attention away from this woman. Um. All that to say, in these last gasp of importance, I think we let's see. It's the tenth. We got ten more days. Eleven more days. 11 more days of Donald Joseph Trump and this is not the last of it. No. He going to get he going to get another one off. He's already told people that he not going that he's not going to be at the that he's not going to be at the inauguration, which is basically told all the proud boys to stand back and stand by. It's on and popping. It just tells me he's got something else planned for that day. It just tells me Biden needs to again just get inaugurated on Zoom. Just clock yep. in, bro. Yep. Um and Donald Trump, adjust your wig and shut the fuck up. Shut up! D. Randall, have we done a podcast? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Uh, we've officially done 122 podcasts, 122 episodes of independent black content. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people? <laughs> That's a lot of alcohol. Yeah, it is. That is a lot of alcohol. That's true. Um, consumed over the span of almost three years. So I <laughs> don't, don't want y'all to think it all happened at once. Um, Team Oz, y'all are the best, man. Honestly. Thank you so much. So, so much. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for um, your understanding and 
riding with us um, and understanding the vision. Um, I say it every week. We appreciate you guys, especially through these hard times, man. We're going to get through this. We're going to help you get through this. Um, we're going to make it out of this thing, man. <laughs> um, and... I, I I don't have I actually don't have much no church announcements or anything. Only church announcement I have is that I just received a uh, text message from my mother in our group chat. She made gumbo today. Hey, so we. That's a that's a that's a cause for joy. It's lit. Oh yeah, I forgot. We're not gonna be here next week. Oh yeah, that's important. Randall's Randall's going on vacation. Not very vacation. It's a working vacation. Yeah, I mean you know it's I, a working. Vacation. I ain't gonna be here. Right, he he's not gonna be here. Um, I'm taking the week off. Um, we're gonna figure we're gonna figure out what the next episode looks like. Whether we have to do it remotely for the sake of him demanding higher pay, demanding higher pay. They don't need they don't need to know all the reasons. <laughs> I'm renegotiating my contract. Hey, <laughs> nah. um, yeah, we should be back in two weeks. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to be back in two weeks. We're gonna see what that looks like. Um, but thank you. Thank you for rolling with us, because we definitely got to be there for the. We definitely got to have some shit to say about the. Oh yeah. Inauguration. Oh yeah. Got to do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll figure something out. Um. Until then, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery in two weeks. Uh, this has been episode one twenty-two. Yes. God damn. Of opinions while black, I have been Oz. I hopefully will still be D. Randall. As always. Forever imparting titties.